Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Bring him in once again, Clint Sterner, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Red? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, fellas. How we doing this morning? How we doing? Be white. Good, my friend. This is this is this is much of a, a must win as as, uh, as Sam Pittman's had in his in his uh, tenure at Arkansas, ain't it? I mean, this is a big week. Wow, settle right in there. Uh, should we talk about the Come Astros on. a little bit first? <laughs> hell yeah! I mean, hell yeah! Let's ride. <laughs> Buddy, what, I saw your video from the other night on the walk-off. I mean, how much fun is this? Man, it, it's, a, it's, it's a ton of fun. I mean, this team is, is so is so fun to cover. I mean, it, it, they would be American sweetheart in, in baseball if, if they had to beat on some damn trash cans a couple years back. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it, it's an absolute blast, man. I mean, not, not only is, is you know, Scott Service, I don't know what the hell Jordan has to do for him to just not pitch to, to Jordan Alvarez, but um, – mm. God, man, I mean, uh, you, you look, Verlander gets knocked knocked off the bump. I mean, but the Mariners are coming in after after recovering from an 8-1 deficit against the Blue Jays. They upset the Blue Jays. They come in here, they knock Verlander off the bump. They're on the cloud nine. And Jordan Alvarez just absolutely, as I've been calling it, snatches their soul. I, I think this is Astros in three, uh, and it, it, um, it, it's going to be a quick series. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about the game. You already alluded to it. It feels like a must-win, and especially with a uh, off week looming for Arkansas, not a good taste in your mouth. Four straight losses, and then you got to sit and think about it for an extra week. So it feels like a an awfully big game. The line is back to even. It's been all over the place. So I think people are very curious to see the health of each team, specifically quarterbacks. How do you how do you handicap it? I mean, what's what do, what are the keys to this game in your opinion? Well, I think Arkansas wins the game pretty handily if they don't if they don't hand, they don't turn the ball over. I mean, I think I think it's that simple. Um, you know, the only game that Arkansas's played so far that I would personally say, or I'll tell you that I was disappointed. I was hurt. I was. I felt like Arkansas gave a game away. I felt like they underachieved. I felt like they missed a huge opportunity, and that's the A and M game. Um, you know, you look at the Mississippi State game, and you go, look, with K.J. Jefferson, they may have had a better shot. But Mississippi State this year, I think, is is, is significantly better than they've been in the past. And, and then you look at the Alabama game, and, um, I mean, you, you, gave them, you gave them a shot, and it just didn't, didn't work out in your favor. I am, I am as disappointed as I've been in a loss in a long time with the A&M loss. Um, so so I'm, I'm going into this ball game, and, and I don't – I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, guys. You just be like, well, it's three games. Man, we had these championship, you know, aspirations. We thought we had a chance to maybe surprise some teams and and, uh, and get in, get into, you know, upset some teams and, and get into a, uh, the last month of the season with, with something something to play for in terms of a, a championship. I mean, 
I'm just not overly, overly concerned with where Arkansas is at right now. Now, you go to BYU and you drop this one, boy, that does a 180, and all of a sudden we're on the verge of a, of a just an absolute, um, you know, the season just crumbling before our eyes. So I think this is just a must win for Sam Pittman, and I think if Arkansas goes up there and doesn't turn the football over, that's the key. Just don't turn the football over, and and they're gonna have a, they're gonna have a chance to win this game pretty handily. I believe. What do you think about KJ? Uh, a week off, um, I got to think physically. He's feeling great, Clint, and uh, he's he's raring to go. What do you expect out of KJ this week? Well, you know, the thing is, is, is how much does the concussion impact his ability to do what it is that, that he does best, and and what it what is you know what he does that that really is the identity of the offense and dictates what they can do offensively. And so I expect him to be clear to go out there and try to do the same thing. You know, I, I'm curious to know, is this something that Kendall Browse manages, maybe calls a little different game because of KJ's, KJ's concussion, or, or is, is this something where it, it's just, you know, you, you empty the clip, man. You go out there and do what you do, and and, uh, and you're running 20 times if you have to. That dynamic is, is one that I'm a tad bit concerned about. Um, but take that off the table. I think KJ will be fine. Like you said, not only is he fresh, guys, but you saw what this team looked like last week. This offense looked like last week without him. Um, they were able to make some explosive plays, but there's there's just no rhythm. That uh, there's 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 no consistency. And so, not only not only is KJ fresh, but I tell you what, this team, this locker room, looking at him like, hey man, <laughs> you know, you're the dude that we have to have in order to go win a win a ball game. And so. I would imagine the team's pretty jacked to have him back as well. The coaching staff also. So, um, you know, I, I think I think he'll be in, in a really good place. But the key there, Wes, is, is just I've said this from jump. KJ's not a guy that's going to stand in the pocket and get through progression consistently and throw the ball to the second level field with anticipation and and accuracy. He's just not that guy. I mean, he can make big time plays, but he's not that guy that's going to win a ball game. Four quarters of, of in the pocket, seven yards behind the center, and, and on platform delivering act. It's not, it's not what he does, and it's not what, quite frankly, it's not what Kendall Brown's offense does. So, you know, it's it, they've got to establish their identity against anybody. I don't care if it's a middle of the pack team or if it's a, if it's a, a damn Alabama. They've got to establish their identity, and it, is the game plan going to allow Kendall to do that from jump with with the, the, the injury or the concussion? With uh, with KJ Jefferson, that's that's the big question here. I think BYU secondary wise, especially safety, can it be exploited? What's the best way to attack those safeties? Well, I mean, look, I think the best way to attack uh, BYU is they've been bad against the run. I mean, this is one of the worst run defenses in the country right now. I think 105. I think is where they sit. I always like to look at those kind of those kind of big big picture matchups. I'm not a big stat guy or advanced stat guy, and like to dig into well, what's this quarterback going to do or what's this running back going to do or what's this pass rush going to do. But I do think there's enough of a body of work there to look at BYU and see that they've struggled mightily uh, against the run. And so I, I think to answer your question, I'm getting there uh, with to, to answer your question. I think what you do is you got to force one under the middle of the field, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you run the football and you force the safety in the box. Um, now, now you're dictating when you take shots. You're dictating how you take shots. You're dictating um, what kind of shots you take. Do you want to? Because at that point in time, when you force them to put that one safety in the box, now all of a sudden I've got a middle safety 
I can high-low him. I can run an 18-yard dig route to the left, and I can run the deep post to the right, the old-school NCAA um, dig post concept that everybody in high school America runs. You, you can run that, and you can go, hey, got him in a, we got him in a bad spot. Now can we take advantage of it? So while, while I, I there's definitely some situations in the secondary, some players in the secondary that I think that Arkansas can and will take advantage of, I, I believe this boils down to um, – BYU's inability to stop the run. Look, if, if I've watched Notre Dame a lot this year, um, if Notre Dame can go out there and put up 500 yards of offense, 200, roughly 250 rushing, 250 passing, I believe is what those numbers look like. If, if Notre Dame can do that, then Arkansas should have an absolute field day. I like that. The- was at, yeah, I was to say that was at Notre Dame. How much do you factor in home field? Because Pigskin's over here and he's talked a lot about that. I'm, I'm asking him all these matchups. What do you think about this game? I like the home team. What do you think of this game? I like the home team. LSU, Florida, home team. How much do you factor that in? Yeah, look, I mean, anytime a team has to travel and play in a, in a, in a hostile environment, I, I think it, it, it's a factor, no question about it. But um, And I hate, I hate to keep beating just dead horse, guys, but it's just the reality of, of who Arkansas is right now. Um, you know, you take a Bobby Petrino-led football team into a hostile environment, you've got to worry about snap counts, silent counts, guys not, you know, late in the game, it's close. All of a sudden, the noise becomes a factor. With what Arkansas does, that one one really good one of the several really good things about how they win is is they can they have the ability to take a, a, a crowd completely out of the, out of the ball game. And so that's one reason. Because I, look, I don't know BYU like specifically today, like how what's their home field advantage look like. But I know I think historically speaking, they've always drew a pretty good crowd. And that that if you let them be in the game in the fourth quarter, they can be a problem. So. Uh, you know, look, I, I think I think the 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 um, vanilla answer because I mean it's just it's just the reality of the situation for a lot of the turnover concerns, the the, the playing on the road with noise being an issue. The you know it, 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 it it's always going to go back to Arkansas' ability to run the football, man. And, and and boy, if they can do that, the reason it's so powerful is you take the crowd out of it, right? You don't you, you, we don't have to deal with KJ Jefferson standing in the pocket. And trying to throw in, into seven and eight men picket fences, zone coverages, and things of that nature. We don't have to worry about KJ Jefferson, like what Wes was talking about. In order to take advantage of safeties, if you can't force one into the box, in order to take advantage of safeties, the quarterback's got to hold the football so the receivers can get to them, so that then the quarterback can read them to decide where to throw the football. You take that off. The, you take that out of the game plan. You take it off the off of the the, the table if you can indeed go in there and run the football. So I, I apologize for being. Vanilla and, and and lacking that that little bit of sexiness there, boys. But uh, Arkansas with KJ Jefferson at quarterback is running the football is gonna is gonna take care of a lot of these things. Clint, we got to run. I want to ask you quickly about Bama, Tennessee. You got a good feel on that one? Yeah, I tell you, Bryce. You know, I have a good feel because I don't know if Bryce Young's gonna play or not. I mean, I, I think I think this, I said a couple of weeks ago after the Arkansas game after watching Jalen Milrow play, Justin. I, I thought Alabama to the middle of the pack teams in the SEC, I thought Alabama would be a tougher beat with Jalen Milrow playing because they would change their game plan completely and just road grade teams that they could road grade, right? You feel like at least like Arkansas. Arkansas is a perfect example. With Bryce Young in the ballgame, you feel like at least your your defense that's leading the country in sacks at least has a chance to go get a, a, a sack fumble or a sack, you know, strip fumble and, and or an interception the way Arkansas did. You don't have that if Jalen Milrow is in there and they're running the old school Alabama offense. 
Now, the Alabama game put a little dent in that, in that opinion because he, he bumbled the damn thing twice. But um, nonetheless, my point is what I'm getting at is this is the game. I think Tennessee's for real. Uh, it's one of the highest scoring offenses in the game, and they need Bryce Young it's with that high ceiling to potentially be able to, to win a shootout. So uh, I, I like Alabama in Knoxville in this game, but, but don't, don't sleep on Tennessee. They are the real deal. If Bryce doesn't play, you're going Tennessee? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think we're all in the same boat. All right. Thanks, Clint. We appreciate it. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. We'll talk to you Monday. You got it, brother. Y'all be good. Go home.